the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, a special Wednesday night edition. Getting you ready for the 608 basketball tournament, the basketball season, as we'll talk to four head coaches from around the state tonight. How you doing, everybody? I'm Alex Strope with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend. He is the dean of area high school sports. He is the legend, the great Dennis Semrau is here. Dennis. You get your five bucks later. It's more than five <laughs> at that point. I, I need more than five things there. Thank you. I've never seen a man so fired up to be here tonight. Colin Russo is here running the show for us tonight. Colin, how are you? Let's go. Let's go. Big day today. Prep mania. Let's uh, go, Dennis. Let's go. Where's your energy? You're going to go. <laughs> I don't know what's going you're on. You're going to Italy next <laughs> semester, so uh, you're going to be able to pass that uh, finals uh, for uh, Italian one. Oh, I took it today, actually. Oh, you Italian one on one final today wasn't bad. And okay, great. Wasn't bad, so I think I'll be okay. Well, I, three semesters, A, A, B, and a B. I was glad I was done because I was going to get a yeah. C if we didn't go any further. It kind of goes downhill from there. Well, our world traveler going to be. Our world. Let's traveler. go. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I just got the energy. Too I, much it, it uh, spiked. Too much know. Mountain Dew or uh, yeah, no, what's going no, on back there? No. Caffeine, water. Red Bull. Water. Big fan of water. Not an energy drink guy, Dennis. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, you, you let you, you give Colin Russo an inch. He takes a mile. <laughs> it is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You bring him along. To you. Bring him along on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Probably should. Maybe. Zimbraconda's Prep Mania, of course, brought to you by our friends at Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years they have provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, make the right decision. Go to Zimbraconda in Madison today or check their website for current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. Big show for you tonight. We're with you till 8 o'clock tonight here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app. And Wisconsin on a man in about 10 minutes will be joined by somebody who doesn't want to be called a legend, but I'll call her a legend. Yes, she the, is. The head coach of Verona, Kansas basketball alum, Angie Murphy, will join us at 615. How about another legend? Todd Fergett of Lacrosse Central, the reigning champs in the 608 basketball tournament. Todd Fergett will join us tonight at 645. In the 7 o'clock hour. Dana McKenzie from Wanakee will join us, also playing in the 608 basketball tournament this weekend. And how about the only other coach besides Todd Fergett who will play or his team will play both years in the 608 tournament except for this guy. It's his first year with this program. Cottrell Robinson, now of Verona, formerly of Madison LaFollette, will join us tonight at 730. Talk about a stacked lineup. And the Dean Dennis Semrau is here. Oh. Uh, Cottrell's pumped up, yeah, getting to play it. And we have West Salem coming in, the uh, number one team in Division Three. Went to state in, f- in basketball last year, so state runner-up in football two years in a row. 
I asked him how his football team's doing. He says, well, we got kind of beat up by Monroe. <laughs> so uh, when I told him that uh, we had Monroe in, it was like, yeah, yeah, they were, they were pretty good. But uh, he's got a very good basketball team. Um, going to be playing Verona. So that'll be that extra game we get to see on Saturday. The showcase game to put off 2 o'clock Saturday at Madison College. MadisonSportsRecreation.com is the website. Madison College Recreation, excuse me. MadisonCollegeRecreation.com is the website. How to get tickets, pre-sale tickets still available if you want to check out the 608 basketball tournament running both Friday and Saturday, a total of five games. And all five of those games will play right here on 100.5 ESPN. So super excited about that. Looking forward to the big weekend we have ahead. Dennis, you're going to be on the call of all five of those games. You are a machine, my friend. I'm fired up. That's my early Christmas present. Right? Five basketball games, two days. Russo, yeah. you hear what he just said? He's fired up. I've, Dennis, you fired up? I've done five games in one day at State, so that five in two days is not no problem. This is easy for you, huh? Yeah. I love that. I love the energy today. I don't know. Dennis has got it today. I'm waiting on you, Shrove. I'll wake up. I'll wake up. I mean, we got a good conversation coming up with Angie Murphy. I'm fired up about to talk to Todd Fergett and Dana McKenzie and Cottrell Robinson. I appreciate you bringing the energy, though, Russo. That's what we bring you in here for uh, as we get ready. So, Dennis, what's uh, what's on your mind today? What what, what we, we obviously had a girls' basketball matchup last week, but uh, I know you and I were both tuned into a game last night. Between Sauk Prairie and the DeForest boys team. I flipped it on even triple overtime as DeForest comes away with the victory. I know you're fired up about that one. So, Dennis, uh, so I'm going to bring you behind the curtain here a little bit. This is for you, but everybody listening as well. So, Dennis and I, we talk often, right? I would say, what, three times a week we probably yeah. do a phone call? And um, Dennis had called me while I was driving home from work last night. I didn't see it. So I called him back a little bit later. Um, went to voicemail. Um, I probably Did you ever listen to that voicemail? It's probably been on there for years. The, no, no, the one I, the one oh, I did last oh, night. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Did you listen to that? Later, later yeah. Uh, how I completely blanked on whatever I was saying. Yeah. There was about 10 <laughs> seconds of awkward silence in that voice. Anyway, so he didn't answer, which he always does. Calls me back about five minutes later. Says, Alex, I'm watching a game between DeForest and Sock Prairie. They're about to go to overtime. I'll call you back after the game. So I go, all right, great. But eh, I don't know, five, six minutes later, I get another call from Dennis. I'm like, okay, we'll chat here for a little bit. Dennis goes, Alex. They're heading the double overtime. I'll call you back after the game. The energy's rising. <laughs> and I go, call. I go, all right, Dennis. Sounds good. So we hang out. About six minutes later, he calls me again. Alex, they're going to triple overtime. I'll call you back when the game's over. And I was like, yeah, Dennis, I understand. You already told me you're going to call me when the game's over. And so at that point, I decided to go to YouTube, find the game. I turned it on, watched the final overtime period. But um, I like that he kept me posted like because he, he didn't forget well, about me. And it's like anticipation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Carson Brickle hits, hits a three at the buzzer, literally descended triple overtime. And then Carter Morrison, who I just finished helping put the All-State game uh, team together for uh, Associated Press Football, Carter Morrison was on there as a honorable mention, high honorable mention, I think, as a defensive back for the uh, DeForest uh, team. His only basket, a floater in the lane with 1.2 seconds to go to win it in triple overtime. Nothing better than winning a game on the road for a rival, but uh, it was just like a punch in the gut to the, the sock. Already opened the season with an overtime loss at Wanakee. Now they lose in triple overtime. I sent a note to the coach. I think he's aged 10 years just in the first two weeks of the season. Oh, I bet. It was like, I think I'm watching Badger basketball because every freaking Badger basketball game this year, I think it's going to go down to the wire. So the last overtime. seven of the Badgers, Dennis, have been decided by five points or less. And how many in overtime? Three of the seven. Pretty wild. 
That's well, Lehigh's tomorrow night. I hope that one does not go overtime. I would uh, go ahead and think probably not, not but I, I, I will be there as well. You'll be uh, your seats will be a little bit better than mine as uh, you'll be courtside. Be the scores table, yeah. Uh, Working for that one. Looking forward to it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun watching uh, Bucky and this uh, hot shot from Indiana. Yeah, Connor Siegen, who you're referring to, the yep. uh, the freshman coming off the bench. I'm intrigued why he's not in the starting lineup, but uh, they don't typically start freshmen at Wisconsin. Well, so probably has something to do with that. Um, guards all like Bo was. Once you set your starting lineup, unless there's an injury, it does not change. And to have somebody like a Siegen coming off the bench who's instant offense. Spark plug. And he's picking up his defense. He's getting better. He's had some lapses. He's a freshman. Right. But you think about in the history of Indiana where he ranks in the scoring. What is he, number all seven? Yeah. All I mean, time? I remember Damon Bailey was a, a freshman in high school, and Bobby Knight wanted him to come to Indiana. So you can probably play for me right now. And yeah, you know Steve Alford. We had some great names through yeah. the history. Uh, Jimmy Chitwood, <laughs> no, no, <yeah. laughs> right uh, from Hoosiers uh, fame. But uh, yeah, uh, for him to come here, and he's got that swag. And Colin, you're an East Coaster. I mean. Uh, you gotta have. If you got it, you gotta have. Be able to walk the walk, talk the talk. My man can do it. Can he? is that an East Coast thing? The walk yeah, the walk, no, talk I, the talk. No, I, I think it, it always is. Is it's like, I think maybe it's in New York. I go, I go back to Joe Willie Namath predicting the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. That's that's when the first time I remember somebody being confident, going, "We're going to do it." What do you mean, underdogs? You know, forget that kind of stuff. And I get that feeling when I see him step on the court. Yeah, that that's that attitude, and Bucky needs that, don't you think? We don't have enough of that. Yeah, we don't have enough. I would agree with you, Dennis. Well said. I like that, Uh, Colin. Real quick, before we we, before we tell you to shut up for a while, (laughs) I just watched the end of that uh, DeForest game on on YouTube. It was still on, so I just like tuned in a little bit. (laughs) Just saw a couple plays. (laughs) Still on YouTube. All right. Would you say you walk the walk and talk the talk? Do you think you you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Dennis, do you think you do that? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Strofe to you. Yeah, yeah I do. For oh, sure. Strofe definitely do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dennis thinks I'm the mayor of Sun Prairie now. Yeah. Why are you the mayor of Sun Prairie? Well, we were there last week for a game, and everybody oh, kept coming up the table right. talking to him, uh, coaches and fans. Mr. Celebrity? And, oh, yeah. I was shaking hands, kissing yeah. babies, How'd signing that? autographs. How'd that you know, feel? The usual. How'd that feel? That's, that, that's uh, why, did you get, did you that's get annoyed why game, at a certain point? No, no, no. That's no. why the game started an hour late. Yeah, <laughs> the game started an hour late because there, there was a line. They had the Alex Stroh ceremony before yeah. the game? Yeah, no, they had the parents' ceremony, which had, I was not a part was of. Was your statue unveiled outside the uh, the, the, the brand-new high school? <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. I live right up the road from there. They should get me a... Should give me a statue there, but anyway, uh, he's, it is. He's, he's an honorary. Oh, oh! come on, Colin! Oh! Yeah, the Sun Prairie West Wolves, My favorite and favorite new team, the Wolves. What do Wildcats sound like? <laughs> snarl, snarl. I don't know. Colin, I'll leave this Colin? to you. Colin, <laughs> you're doing this one. I'm not doing this one. I think Dennis. <laughs> I think Dennis nailed I think he it. it. Carried it for us. Yeah. Where's the? Where's Jesse? Yeah, Mr. Arg, pirate. <laughs> He's a good pirate impression. Does he have a good sure. pirate impression? Jesse, yeah, he does a good one. Yeah, okay. Jesse Nelson, who we're referring to, who you hear occasionally here on. Uh, and on I'll Zipper be with Prime me Man. on Friday night. Right. He will indeed, right here on 100.5, the six-way basketball tournament. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Media, brought to you in part by our friends at Stoughton Health, which provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area, from their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to the renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health.
wealth creating excellent together we go to wildcat country next one of two times we'll do that tonight we talk with the girls basketball coach of the wildcats angie murphy right after this it's Zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania A special Wednesday edition of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolls on right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. I'm Alex Stroke with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. As always, alongside my partner in crime, the Dean of Area High School Sports, the great Dennis Semrau will be joined by Verona head coach Andy Angie Murphy in just a second. But first, got to tell you about our friends over at Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years they've provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. Excited to welcome in now the legendary head coach of the Verona Wildcats girls basketball team, the great Angie Murphy, with us now on Prep Mania. Coach, really appreciate the time. As always, off to a 7-1 start this year. Dennis and I were just talking last week. We can't believe it's already basketball season, let alone you're already eight games into the season. So what's the uh, early evaluation of your Wildcats, Angie? Well, first of all, I stopped short at legendary. Oh, no, (laughs) no, no. I appreciate the love, but that's pushing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we're a third of the season done already. It, it's, it goes too fast, you know. And um, right now we're a work in progress. And, um, you know, I, I like to say even though, you know, we are winning by, I don't even know what our average margin is, probably over 50 points a game, uh, we got a lot to work on. So um, right now we're just working to get better because if you're as good as you're going to be in December, you're in trouble. Oh, Angie, uh, yeah, yeah. first of all, you are a Hall of Famer as a player. You will be going in as a coach. You got your 300th win. Oh, my God. It, it seems like yesterday you were playing for Middleton in a state tournament. Now you've got a state title. Uh, did it kind of hit you, 300 wins? Not really. I mean, I mean, it's great. You know, it's, I, I, uh, you know, last year we ended on 299, you know, which was <laughs> – which was, uh, you know, just you just want to win uh, for the girls. So, you know, it's a, it's a milestone, but I can, I can promise you I will not be coaching to win 400. Um, you know, I'm getting to that point in my life of getting up there. I'm 48 now, Dennis, which makes you really old. So, <laughs> oh, I'm 47. I'm 47. I'm going to be 48. See, I'm starting to forget how old I am. But, you know, it's starting to wind down a little bit, so I'm in savoring uh, every minute, you know. Uh, of these these final seasons you know I don't know how many more I have left so I'm just enjoying it and I got the greatest bunch of girls and a great bunch of parents. Angie when you when you call it quits you might as well come join us full-time because I need somebody to help me uh, beat up on Dennis so that you're doing you've you've got a job as soon as you step away I can promise Uh, you that. Does anybody really want to hear this voice it's raspy (laughs) I've had three you guys probably don't know I've had three vocal cord surgeries I get um I get cysts on my vocal cords which are just genetic so uh, that's why I sound like I smoke six packs a day. So it's not the, it's not the best voice for, uh, for radio, but, hey, I got a lot to say. You guys know that. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, you, you're not just a coach, you're a mom. You've got Megan, no, your daughter, senior. And then Drew as a boys team. We're going to see Drew this weekend at the 608 tournament. 
Uh, how's life juggling <laughs> between teaching, coaching, being a mom? It, it's busy. busy. It's busy. We have four games a week. Um, the beautiful thing about the Big Eight Conference is they don't, like a lot of other conferences, schedule boys and girls games on the same night. So I realistically only miss like three of Drew's games a year, which is huge because my buddy at Appleton East, you know, um, La Chapelle, he's a legendary coach. When he was coaching girls, he only got to see his son, Joey, maybe play twice a year. So I wouldn't be coaching, I don't think, if I'd be missing Drew's games uh, as well. So um, we make it work. You know, we're, we're able to get to everyone's games and, and um, you know, it, it works out uh, fine. Now, if Megan decides to play in college, then uh, it's even going to be more juggling um, between everything. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it happens. And then also a little history. Uh, you got a player back this year, Taylor Streamwell. Her mom played in uh, high school. You played against Sarah Schutz, right? Yeah, yeah, I played against Sarah, Taylor's mom, and, and we also played AAU together. What's it like getting uh, Taylor back? And she was out last year with a foot injury. Um, it's huge. I mean, she she's not bad. <laughs> she she's pretty darn good. I think she probably had a quadruple double last night. She just makes everyone around her better, and she's a fantastic kid. Um, you know, she's narrowed it to her four schools, so I'm hoping she'll make a decision. You know, she's got it down to Penn State, Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. So I, I'm sure she'll be making a decision soon. But she's just a fantastic leader, fantastic kid. Just makes everyone around her better. Chatting with, Ver- chatting with Verona head coach Angie Murphy here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Struff, Dennis Semrau with you. Coach, bring us up to speed on your team. What, what, what should we need to know about the Wildcats here? As you mentioned, about a third away into the season. It's great getting a Taylor back, as you mentioned. But what else should we know uh, about the Wildcats thus far into the season? Um, they're competitors. They, they hate losing. This group's always hated losing. They're, uh, they're an up-tempo team. Um, you know, they share the ball really well. They're very coachable. So um, it's a lot of fun. They're just, just a really – there's no egos. They don't care who scores, which is huge. And, um, yeah, it's just a great bunch of kids who just want to get – they want to get better. You know, I'm – you know, we're up maybe 50 in a second half on some of these games, and I'm in their butt about missing a box out. So they – they know what their goals are and, and, um, and how they want to achieve them. So I'm proud of the way they've uh, worked hard uh, every game, trying to stay consistent in their work ethics and their, and just improving in practice every day. You've been playing, you know, a long time in coaching. Now what's the, you know, from when you were playing to now, the, the biggest difference in girls basketball? Um, a lot more athletes. Um, there's, there's, you know, when we played, it was just a couple solid players on each team. And, and to be honest, the girls I played with in high school, even beyond my current roster, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the difference. Um, and just the opportunity girls have had to play. I mean, we had what two AAU teams in the whole state when I was in high school. And so, you know, now AAU kids can play year round if they want, which is good and bad, but, um, you know, out of my girl, all my girls in varsity, every single one of them um, played AAU. Now that was by choice, not not that we make them because we don't do anything high school related other than open gyms in the summer. Um, just because so many of them do do AAU, I don't want to overschedule them uh, or myself, to be honest. So um, they just the game has gotten better. Um, the top end of the game has gotten better. 
um, there's still much, I feel like there's just a lot of, what's the word? Uh, there's good teams and there's really bad teams these days though, that that's a difference. And the numbers are going down because kids have more opportunities to specialize in other things. So that's kind of a bummer to see. Yeah. You were a three sport athlete and all state athlete with your softball and uh, basketball and volleyball, right? Yeah. Well, is that tough, you know, knowing from your generation that you played so many sports and now it is, seems to be a lot harder. I know for the girls, there's a lot of rosters that are just 10, 11 players on them. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I don't blame kids because to be honest, if you would have given me the opportunity to play, you know, um, competitive basketball in the spring, I, I would have done it. I probably wouldn't have played softball. So those are just things, you know, when kids have a favorite sport, a lot of times I think I don't think they're specializing to get college scholarships per se. I think they're specializing because they love that sport. And and basketball unfortunately gets the brunt of that. We see our numbers going down drastically. And it's not because of basketball. The season's just way too long. Um, you have to touch each other, which is you know, it's a physical game and that and that's a you know, and it's you got to get yelled at. Those are the three things about basketball. And, and if you can play your first love, I mean, soccer goes year round now, volleyball goes year round now. So sometimes you lose those kids um, to play that because they, they love that more than they like basketball, which is, I understand that. So we try to work with those multi-sport athletes and, and um, you know, if they miss on occasion for a soccer because soccer is their first love, we make it work. Because if, if you don't, you're going to lose them completely. Yeah, I, I guess my follow-up on that, Angie, and it seems like you kind of answered it there, but how do you alleviate that, right? Like, how, how, how do you get the numbers back up? And I, I don't know if it's necessarily an issue at Verona, but we've seen schools already this season, that, as Dennis referred to earlier, where there's only, you know, nine, ten girls on a varsity team. So uh, I, I guess I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious if you, if you have an idea in mind. How, how do you kind of get the numbers back up? Is there, is there a way to do that correctly? I'm not sure. I think shortening the season by maybe a week or two would help. Okay. Um, you know, over winter break, we're not allowed to play conference games. So that, that changes things, you know, that drags the season out a little longer. Um, I, I don't know if it changes. I mean, volleyball is becoming so popular right now for girls sports. So, I mean, that, that's a big competitor. It might be, it might be taking over the number one spot. I'm not quite sure, but um, you know, it's just, keeping the kids interested. Our youth program is very strong in Verona. We got a ton of kids still playing. It's just getting them and keeping them interested. What killed girls basketball was COVID um, in, in maybe a lot of sports, but I saw kids that were just out to have fun. Um, couldn't play that year in a lot of areas and they just then found other things to do and then just never went back. So I don't know how you change it. I think we just have to adapt to, uh, you know, um, what we have and, and make the best of it. And talk about some other players in the area. Uh, I saw Elena West last night for La Follette had 35 rebounds in a game. I don't know if that's wow. a typo or what, but I've heard uh, there's some pretty good players in the big eight. Uh, what do you think of the level of competition you're facing now? No, there's some games like, you know, we had a blood, unfortunately, uh, Sun Prairie West in Memorial last week and you played Memorial the next night. Um, but who are some of the players you'd like to see uh, as a coach that you like to go up against? Well, we did, we did not blow out Sun Prairie West. That was a four-point game. But, um, no, we that, had no that was up, Sun Prairie West over Memorial. 
that, that's oh, the one oh, we yeah. have. So, yeah, we haven't had, unfortunately, a game closer than 30 other than some Prairie West in our conference. Um, so that's a bummer. And because you're trying to continue to get better and work on things you need to get work on. And, you know, in our conference, we only get four non-conference games because we have so many teams. So, you know, we scheduled powerhouses outside of conference. You know, we got Wapan, Beaverdam, Green Bay, Notre Dame, and, and Germantown on purpose. But that hurts a little bit not to be able to get those really tough games on a consistent basis. So, you know, we, we work in little baby steps of, okay, we want them. Like last night we held some Prairie East to four points in the second half. So we have little goals of staying sharp, you know, not getting sloppy, um, you know, maybe working on our half-court offense more, um, just continuing to work on things that we need, you know, come tournament time. Well, Angie, we appreciate the time as always. Best of luck the rest of the way. Seven and one start, not too shabby as we get close to winter break, and I'm sure we'll talk to you down the road as we approach, uh, of course, the uh, the postseason. So, Angie, always appreciate the time. All right. Take care, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks so much. That's Angie Murphy, head coach at Verona High School for the girls' side of things. A 7-1 and one start to the season. Also celebrated her 300th win this year. We'll continue talking a little high school hoops after this. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. presentation of prep mania rolls on thanks to angie murphy for joining us in the last segment one interview down three to go it is zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania brought to you in part by our friends at the grb baseball academy which is baseball for the serious player grb academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels find the program that fits your training goals and schedule this winter with position player programs pitching programs foot speed and fielding camps, power development, and all the in-betweens. Reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. You can go to their website, grbacademy.com, to learn more. That's grbacademy.com. Baseball for the serious player. I'm Alex Strope from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside my man, Dennis Semrau. Dennis, uh, always good catching up with Angie Murphy. It's really, really hard to get an opinion out of her, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, um, when she was playing, it was my daughter was too young to really appreciate that. But Kelly went to some of her camps, okay. and it was great accountability for players. It's like you know, tell the kids, "Hey, your mom and dad aren't picking up after you. You know, you forgot your shoes. It's your fault. You know, where's your water bottle? You know, things like that." So starting at a young age, I mean, she's run some really good clinics, and uh, she's a Middleton. I mean, she was a Middleton, and now uh, she's a longtime Verona. So uh, big rivals. Uh, but uh, when she was in high school, Verona was in the the uh, Badger Conference back then, and uh, Middleton was in the Big Eight. But uh, yeah, that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine was the first year Verona switched over to the Big Eight. But uh, yeah, it's uh, she's done a great job with that program over there. And like I said, she's uh, was inducted into the uh, Hall of Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Hall of Fame a couple of years ago as a player. Yeah. And next will be as a coach, I'm sure, you know, with 300 wins and uh, what she's done there. How many double entries is there one, as a player and then as a coach? I'll have to go back and take a look because we've had the Hall of Fame for a long time, but yeah. players didn't start coming in until about a decade or so ago. So, uh, 
um, still reaching out to and, and, and reaching out uh, the committee that, that puts that together, make sure they go back so it's not just the last 20, 30, 40 years, but they're going back looking for, you know, some players posthumously passed away a long time ago. Yeah. But, you know, we've got just a, just a, a great uh, tradition in the state uh, for boys. And then since the girls' programs were added, um, you look at uh, – Unfortunately, Wisconsin hasn't been able to keep them in the state. Yeah. They've been going everywhere else because uh, if you want to play in the NCAA tournament, you haven't been a Badger for about the last two two decades, something like that, <laughs> decade and a half. That's what it seems like anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we were talking uh, you know, during the commercial break a little bit, Dennis. Who is uh, – let's do this for boys and girls in the area. Uh, I'll, do, I'll, I'll give you some time to think about it. Who do you think the number one team in the area is? for boys and girls basketball. I'll give you a second to think about it while I tell you about our friends at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, which has been Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Four locations in the Madison area, Eastside, Hilldale, Fitchburg, and right downtown. They've got Wing Wednesdays. They've got mug clubs. They've got great food. They've got everything you need at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Four locations. Madison's favorite home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. You can go to greatdanepub.com. Uh, to find a pub near you, the menu, all the information about some of their specials. Love it. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Madison's favorite tradition. All right, Dennis, I'm putting you on the spot. You want to go girls first or boys first? Let's go boys first. All right, the best boys team to keep an eye on in the area. And, of course, you can throw in a few honorable mentions. The best one probably right now, preseason with Mark uh, Miller's with the yearbook is probably Middleton. They've got nine players in their lineup, six feet five or taller. Wow. I don't know what it is in the water. It used to be when Randolph was winning their 10 titles under Bob Halfley. Yeah. Um, that was just a constant, like, six, eight, six, nine, all these guys. Uh, Middleton's got, uh, was it uh, Gavin Hurley, player yep. of the year in the conference back, yep. who's just, uh, he can play any spot on the floor. And he's basically handling their point this year at six, five. So um, yeah, he's having like, a pretty good start yeah. to the year, by the way. Uh, they're three and zero. Are the Cardinals twenty one point seven points a game for Gavin Hurley? Yeah, he's going to be a twenty point scorer. That's that's a guy you have to try to take him out. But they've got so many other weapons. Uh, Madison LaFollette. Uh, they return a lot of guys. Yeah, that's, new coach though. Yeah, that was it. Was it was tough? I think for. Uh, for Coach uh, Control Robinson to leave, knowing that, but he's been a teacher in the district for um, Verona, so that was just kind of a natural transition to get him over where where he's teaching. But uh, he had a pass on uh, playing uh, you know, guys like Armand Lewis and Quentin Lomack. Uh, we saw last year at the uh, uh, 608 tournament, and uh, they were just outstanding. I think uh, Armand, in particular, one yeah. of the best point guards in the state. I think so too. How about on the girls' side, Dennis? Who should we keep an eye on in the area? Uh, well, again, uh, Middleton and uh, Verona. Uh, Verona was ranked number one in Division One coming in in the season. They lost uh, to Green Bay Notre Dame early, two-time defending with Division Two state champ. But uh, that's a team that uh, you know we had Angie on before. That's one of the reasons I wanted her on the show tonight. Yeah, that is, I think, the best girls team coming in. Uh, we got a chance to see um, uh, Sun Prairie West. You know, a lot of the they best players too. from Sun Prairie, the one high school, are there. And uh, they've got a pretty good trio, and including Avery Anthony, who's not playing because she had a knee injury. Hopefully they'll get her back before uh, tournament time. Well, the Middleton girls' head coach, Rashard Griffith. Yep, and uh, Middleton is uh, kind of a rebuilding uh, year, I think. Uh, Jeff Kine retired after the season. Yeah. And, um, their best team was the one that uh, got wiped out with the pandemic. Uh, they were poised. They were number one or number two in the state. They were poised to possibly get Jeff his uh, first title, 
And um, they never even got to play at State because all the games yeah. got erased. And then they only played five games the next year. And with a young team, they needed that off-season workout in those games. So their program was set back a little bit. Just like the city programs, um, you know, Madison Memorial, I thought uh, under Marcus Flowers, the girls program was doing great things. But Marcus mentioned, and you know, I think this this has hurt a lot of the girls' programs. And Angie touched on that briefly, that the uh, for the girl the girls that were playing for fun or the kind of marginal, they lost all those kids. They found something else to do. And then also, you have so many are playing AAU that by if they get to high school and they don't have that experience, they go well. Why, why bother anyway? Yeah. And it used to be to be on a varsity team. <laughs> get your locker decorated, just even be on the bench, and part of something was special. Now the attitude is, well, if I don't start, why am I wasting my time? Well, wasting your time, those are valuable lessons, teamwork and being part of a program and the picking, you know, getting knocked down, picking yourself back up. Those are things that help you in the business world and school and everything down the road. So I think we're sending a message, wrong message, to telling kids, well, if you don't play a lot, why bother with that activity? You know, it's all about relationships and opportunities. And we are losing a lot of multiple sport athletes. And Angie, again, mentioned that, too, that if you have a sport you really like, you, you want to be a basketball player, baseball player. Now with uh, GRB, hey, you can play year-round now in Wisconsin. You can get instruction. Right, right. You can go on teams. You have any travel teams playing in January in Florida. You never used to be able to do that. So yeah, it's, but it's a little it's, bit different now, isn't it? It is. Uh, but, you know, you, you look, what's... There's so many opportunities out there for kids. You just want to make sure that it's their decision, that they're not playing more than one sport, not a parent or an AAU coach or somebody, because they want to channel them toward this. Uh, and, 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 again, there's something said to be a top dog and having all the pressure in one sport, and then just being one of the team and a, a reserve or a, a scout team player in another sport. You kind of learn how both halves live. It's called the Dennis debate right there, yeah. man. The Dennis Semrau debate. All right, we got to get to Todd Fergit from uh, Lacrosse Central as we begin our 608 basketball tournament preview, which kicks off Friday uh, at Madison College. But first, Canopy Wealth Management believes that community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. We start with the champ of last year's 608 basketball tournament, Lacrosse Central, the Riverhawks, and their head coach, Todd Fergit. He joins us next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Special Wednesday night edition. Alex Strove, Dennis Semra with you from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Getting ready to chat with the reigning and defending champion, the head coach of the reigning and defending champion of the 608 basketball tournament. That would be Todd Fergus of Lacrosse Central. We'll get to him in just a second. But first, got to tell you about the team at Nations Lending Monona, which finds you home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. 
They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. All right, we go to Todd Fergett now, the head coach of the Lacrosse Central River Hawks. They were at the Cole Center last year. They won the 608 basketball tournament last year, and they're looking to defend it this year. Todd, thanks so much, as always, for the time. How are you, and how has the season started off for you and the River Hawks? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on here. Uh, yeah, hey, things are things are going well. Um, you know, we just have a great group of kids again this year, uh, and they're working hard, and, you know, I think we're making progress um, obviously you're still early in the season, you know, but I, but I like, uh, like I said, the kids are really coachable, uh, and, and I think have kind of, kind of figured out what, what our expectations are. Um, they've just done a really nice job. I'm just trying to continue to get better here as we move forward. Now you're going to get uh, Joliet West right away. I know you're averaging about 66 points a game, giving up about 46. They can probably score 80 to 90 on a given night. Uh, got a couple of D1 prospects. Uh, what kind of challenges are they going to bring you? It's going to be a heck of a challenge, no question about that. Obviously, they're very athletic, uh, very talented team. You know, they're going to want to go up tempo. Um, you know, they're probably going to press us right from the start. Um, you know, and, and they're going to want to get to the rim. Um, so we're. It's going to be a great early season uh, challenge for us. Um, you know, and our kids are excited for the opportunity and and just looking forward to Friday night. You got one of the best defensive players probably in the state. We talked about this uh, last couple of weeks. Boston Brindley was, I think, unanimous on our AP All-State football as a defensive back. Uh, what kind of uh, you've got some football players on the team? What kind of physicality do those guys bring for you? Yeah, well, Boston. You know, like I said, I, I've watched a lot of football through the years, and I'm, I'm originally from Edgar, Wisconsin, and has a great football program, and you know, I had a great basketball program also. But um, anyway. Uh, Boston kind of carries that from the football field to the basketball court, and and he's an outstanding defender. Um, you know, really start like like you said, he very physical player, um, and I think it really you know it, it kind of sets our defense and the other guys. We have multiple guys that that play you know dual sports or sometimes three sports, and um, I, I think that's key for us. And I think that physicality that he brings, the other guys just kind of follow his lead, and that's going to be important on Friday for sure. Talking with Todd Fergett, head coach of Lacrosse Central, getting ready for Friday and Saturday's 608 basketball tournament at Madison College, the reigning champion Riverhawks. Uh, Todd, talk about this year's team versus last year. Obviously, you lose a couple of guys, but you return some key pieces in Nick Williams and Bennett Freed. What else should we know about this year's team versus last year's team we saw at the Cole Center? Yeah, well, you know, we, we had a great group of seniors last year. We had seven of them, um, and, and all those guys could play. And uh, four of them went on to play college basketball. Um, just, you know, outstanding group of kids. So this year, you know, we have a lot of new guys to our varsity um, team. And, and uh, you know, having, having Bennett and Nick in, in Boston also, you know, was, is critical because they give us that stability. They know, you know, um, what we expect and how we play at, at the varsity level. Um, Henry Meyer is another player that, you know, he's averaging about 16, 17 a game for us this year. Um, you know, and he played, you know, significant varsity minutes last year. So we, so we do have those guys returning, you know, but we do have, I mean, really from that point on, everybody else is, you know, is relatively new to our varsity team. And, and those guys just kind of finding, each guy kind of finding, um, you know, their role in the team. I mean, even Bennett and Nick um, last year, you know, I mean, they were more distributors. Um, we had other guys that were our leading scorers. Now they've got to step up to that next level, and they've done a really nice job of that. But then everybody else behind them also is is filling a new role, and 
I, mean, I think with each day of practice and, you know, each passing game, I think we're learning a little bit more about ourselves. And, and uh, you know, I got to do a little bit better job coaching and putting these guys in the right spot. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I think we're, we're getting better, and, you know, we'll certainly find out for sure here on Friday night. You look at the lacrosse area right now for basketball. West Salem's going to be here. You're going you're gonna to play them next week already? We play them next Tuesday. We play them, yes. Yeah, they're yep. here in the showcase game on oh, Saturday. Uh, you go like on Alaska, Aquinas. Uh, it looks like lacrosse has really become a hotbed of basketball over the last decade or so. Yeah, you know, it really has. It, it started, you know, many years ago. We had Scott Christofferson, um, you know, outstanding player, one of the best players in the state, went on to Iowa State and played and, and you know, had a really good career. And, and then you had Bronson Koenig and Matt Thomas. And then, you know, for us, Kobe King and, and uh, Johnny Davis and Jordan Davis and just go on right down the line. And so it really has become, I think, you know, Used to be years ago, I think, where sometimes lacrosse was forgotten, even though there was really talented players in this area, they kind of were overlooked, and I don't think that's the case anymore. And you're seeing it with the number of guys in our area that are playing Division One, Division Two basketball. It just continues to increase with each passing year. You mentioned Johnny and Jordan. Uh, what's, what's it like to watch them at the next level after coaching them? It's really fun. You know, we... Uh, Certainly enjoyed the last couple of years, um, you know, with all of our guys that are playing at those advanced levels. But uh, but seeing those guys and being able to see all the Badger games, you know, seeing Johnny, um, you know, do so well last year and, and see, you know, Jordan, um, you know, this year stepping up into a starting role. And um, it, it's, it's you know, it, it's fun because, you know, we have basketball, obviously, with our kids right now on the court. But then we have, you know, our other our other family members are our kids you know we look at them our coaching staff looks at them as our sons playing at the next level and so um then johnny even that you know further beyond and so it it's really is enjoyable and you know it certainly keeps us busy this time of year for sure but we just love it for sure chatting with todd Fergus, head coach of lacrosse central getting ready for the 608 basketball tournament this friday and saturday at, at madison college and you bring that up coach you know seeing all your guys kobe and johnny and jordan going to the next level and uh, is that almost like a selling point of view right in, in practice if you, if you work your butts off that could be you in a, in a few years right like is that almost become a selling point for you yeah you know at the start of uh this season uh we had we had eight guys playing college basketball and one in wow. the nba Incredible. and uh yeah it, it is pretty you know it's pretty cool and sometimes you know we're just so busy in the in the process, you know, of trying to get the guys better. You know, we have our, um, our, our summer, our, our team days or contact days that, that we have and our open gyms and the weight room stuff that we do really honestly, you know, with our weight room, it's year round. Um, and to see, you know, kind of, I think have a pretty good feel of what it takes to maximize players ability. And so our, our goal is, you know, we always say we don't want your skill to be a limiting factor, how far you go. Um, and so we try to maximize the skill level, the ball handling, the shooting, um, you know, year round, but then, but then certainly the weight room, you know, piece has been really important the last number of years too. And so we just, you know, want our guys, what, whatever their, their maximum level is as a player, we want them to reach that. And if it's, you know, if it's a, a starter, you know, high school, uh, you know, starter on the varsity team, if it's a 15th man on the varsity team, or if it's potentially, you know, a, a division one or NBA player, we just want to maximize that. And that's our goal with every individual player on our team. And, um, you know, in our program uh, and in our team every year, you know, our goal is to get to the state tournament. And that doesn't doesn't change no matter who the who the names are on the roster. You've got good basketball players. We've got athletes. I mean, you look at multiple sport. You know, Johnny, for example, being a high school quarterback and Jordan, a wide receiver. And, and you, you go through the years of uh, other sports. And how important is that? 
for kids to be kids too. I know you have a sport and you want to be playing it year round, but still to maybe be a star in one and a reserve in another. Yeah, you know, we've had a lot of guys through the years um, that, that have done that for us. I mean, most of our guys are multiple, multiple sport athletes. There's, you know, you do have some um, that, that, you know, just focus on basketball. But, you know, you kind of have that, honestly, in, in all sports now, whether it's, you know, for, for girls, whether it's volleyball. Um, you know, guys, it's a lot of times it's just, you know, it's baseball or maybe it's just football, and, and that's okay. But we really encourage our guys to do multiple sports. And, you know, it's, um, it, it takes a special – special athlete that can handle that um you know basketball the one thing with basketball it's a skill skill driven sport and so you know you need to whether you're in those other sports or not you, you still need to find time to work on your skills in the off season and i think our guys have really done a nice job of that i mean as you know johnny and jordan were great football players as were many of our other guys through the years but they always found time to work in their game um you know they didn't use it as an excuse to say hey you know i'm off for football so now i don't touch a basketball for four months i mean if, if they did they wouldn't be where they're at today. And so our guys have understood that from the very beginning, and, and that's kind of been part of our, our our process here through the years and just, you know, really proud of them. And I, I tell you what, you ask any of the guys that have played for us through the years, they don't regret it one bit, that extra work they put in. And it, it certainly has paid off for them and, and for even the guys who don't play college basketball to, to maximize their, you know, the, the uh, as far as they've gone with their individual teams, you know, again, those guys love it. They, they do it all over again. You've been in the state tournament five of the last seven years. Is it almost, uh, I don't know what to say, old hat or whatever, but it, it's a given that, that that is the goal every year, that there's no excuses, oh, hey, we got to rebuild or whatever. Lacrosse Central reloads? Well, you know, and, and obviously we have, every year we have a tough sectional. We've got, I mean, um, on Alaska is a team oh, yes. that you know is yeah. phenomenally talented this year. I mean they, you know, there's it's as good an Alaska team probably as they've ever had. I mean they just they're just loaded up and down the lineup and and uh, you know there's Metford and there's I mean just numerous teams that every year you know we have to be prepared for. But but from our you know our perspective, you know we can't control everybody can just control what we do and stay true to that process and, and that's really what we're trying to do. But um, the goals are the same no matter who we have for sure. I think it was a year or so ago when I was in the cross area, I was reading something about possibility of Logan and Central merging into one high school. Is that something that's on the back burner? Well, it, we had a referendum here um, earlier this fall, and uh, that was on the referendum of, you know, of whether, whether the community was supportive of that. And I, I want to say the vote was like 70% against and 30% in favor of it. Um, you know, I don't know if the district is... I don't really know what the next steps are for it. You know, we have, we do have declining enrollment. I mean, I, you know, for us at, at, um, and when I first got to lacrosse central and coach Barrett was the head coach years ago, um, we had, um, this is my 23rd year at central and, and 19th year as a head coach, but 23 years ago, our enrollment was 1550 at central. Um, and, and last year, the second semester, um, it was actually under a thousand. It was closer to nine fifty. Wow! And so we have lost. You know, they're, they're just in lacrosse. There's not a lot of ways to expand. You got the bluffs on one side. You have the river on the other. Uh, you got on Alaska and West Salem, kind of north and, and east of us. Um, so we just don't have a lot of room for growth. And so I think as our community ages, you know, the school enrollment's gone down. Um, so I, I don't know. There's probably going to have to be some changes. I, I don't know what those are. That's you know, people above me that. We'll make those decisions, but uh, well, you know what we're going to handle. No matter what happens with any of that stuff, we're just going to keep doing what we do, um, and, and you know, and just find yeah. a way to adjust and be the best we can be. 
Well, I would just think that with Sun Prairie now becoming two high schools, expanding opportunities, you don't want to shrink opportunities. You know, Now instead of yeah. 10 starters, we got five for basketball because we only got one school. So I hope that doesn't yeah, that's happen. It. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, that certainly is, is a part of it. And I, I think the community understood that, and you know, it probably was at least part of the reason why they voted the way they did. Last thing for Todd Fergett, lacrosse central head coach, before we let him go, and it's about the 608 basketball tournament. You won the dang thing last year, Todd, uh, so I imagine that might be an automatic uh, you're coming back next year, but what, what's special about the 608? Obviously, you've been a head coach a long time, as you just referred to, and this seems like one of the best, uh, if not the best, tournament in the uh, in the state in, in only its second year. Yeah, well, I tell you what, um, Bill Kegler has done a phenomenal job putting that together. Um, the, the, this process, you know, for us being involved, it started actually several years ago. Um, you know, we were lucky enough to get to get an invite down to um, the City of Palms tournament down in uh, Florida. Is actually in Fort Myers, Florida, and you know, it's kind of the, some of the best of the best around the nation. And and uh, we we were able to uh, uh, actually win that that event. Um, there's different divisions in the division we were in. We we won um, and played. You know, outstanding team from. Um, Mississippi and then another really good team from New York and we ended up winning it. And so that, then I think next year um, we, we couldn't come back because the WIA rules only allow us to play in tournaments that have, you know, a certain number of teams. Um, and so our, our rules are different than most other States in regards to that. So we, they wanted to expand the tournament. They wanted us in their highest level division the next year. We, and we couldn't play because of the WIA rules that were in place. So, Anyway, um, but we did get an invitation to Monta Verde, which is down in Orlando, near Orlando, and that's where, you know, they've got, I mean, I don't even know all the NBA guys that played for them, and so they invited us down, uh, and we played against, uh, like, I mean, some of the best. We played South Miami, um, ended up beating them in that tournament. Um, then we played a team, uh, Long Island Lutheran, which had seven Division One kids. They had a kid from Puerto Rico and a kid from Poland, uh, and we're tied with them with 30 seconds left. And so anyway, some of the things that we experienced down there, um, Bill had called me, we've been friends for a long time, and he called and said, hey, I'd like to put together a tournament that is similar to what you guys experienced. And so I just shared with them the different things that um, were offered to us down in, in those two tournaments down in Florida. And he he really took it and, and, and ran with it, um, you know, from – having the students, uh, student athletes write, um, a, a, an essay for a scholarship, um, you know, which, um, you know, what, I mean, it's, so one of the players gets, is selected as that scholarship winner, which is a really cool thing. And, and then, uh, you know, in terms of like providing food, uh, meals for the teams and just, I mean, everything else, um, that he put together, uh, like I said, I, I, it's the tournament is second to none, you know, in, in, at least in what we've played in Wisconsin, it's, phenomenal and so we are excited really excited to be invited back and can't wait till this weekend we're very excited as well we're looking forward to see you on friday coach best of luck uh re, re uh defending your title at the 608 basketball tournament safe travels down here we'll see you friday okay sounds great thank thanks for having me take care of course anytime that's todd fergit yep. the great todd fergit from lacrosse central high school uh looking to defend their title at the 608 basketball tournament this weekend prep mania brought to you in part by our friends at stoughton health which provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the stoughton community in the entire madison area from their sports rehab facilities in oregon and stoughton to the renowned ortho team with dr Ravel. stoughton health can help learn more at stoughtonhealth.com stoughton health creating excellence together our takeaways from our chat with todd fergett after this it's zimbraconda's prep mania
the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. His best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5. The ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. Superconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on a special Wednesday night edition. Alex Strofe, the Dean, Dennis Semrai with you. We are halfway through, a little bit over halfway through. Still got two great conversations coming up in a bit. We'll talk with Dana McKenzie from Wanakee High School. They're in the 608 basketball tournament this weekend. Cottrell Robinson was in the 608 basketball tournament last year as the head coach of La Follette. In the showcase game this year as the head coach of Verona. Hey, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Dennis, great chat there with Todd Fergett. He's always, uh, he's always got plenty of insight to bring. Yeah, he's been a coach for a long time, and you mentioned Kenny Barrett, his uh, predecessor. Kenny's still on the uh, WBCA board with us, and hard to believe how long Todd's been there, 20-plus years. and uh, They've done a great job, and again, that lacrosse area has really become a hotbed. You looked, and he mentioned Onalaska. Onalaska's had some great teams, but they always seem to run into that buzzsaw. Central, now Central could be on the other foot. uh, I think uh, Onalaska's favorite to uh, be the one to get back here, but that's why we play the games. So you just hope that that's a sectional final, not that they meet earlier. Well said. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Well, the seedings come out. And, and uh, you look at all these, and when I was talking to Dana McKenzie, he goes, yeah, we're playing a tough schedule. Probably mess with the seeding, but would you rather worry about a seed or would you rather have to play teams that get you ready? Right. Would you, rather, would you rather be battle-tested or have an easy path? I'd say battle-tested. I would tend to agree and you want The more games you get to play in like that are more fun for the kids, more atmosphere. I mean, you know, though, you look at the tournaments that lacrosse has been in, and like uh, Dana and McKenzie and the Warriors got to play at the Pfizer on Sunday. I was like, Whoa. yeah, I saw that. That was very neat. Yeah, that was supposed to be a February game, and it got moved up for some reason. I didn't realize it was being played because uh, it wasn't in the schedule that was in the basketball yearbook. But oh. it was on with sports, but I, I didn't check that one. I checked the other. So well, we'll ask Dana McKenzie about that coming up next. But first, big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. They're looking for assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Big opportunities in the 608 basketball tournament this weekend. One of those coaches, Dana McKenzie of Wanakee, joins us next right here on Zipraconda's Prep Mania. It's 
Superconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on. Alex Grove, the Dean, Dennis Semrau, hanging out with you. Of course, brought to you by Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years they have provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. Was that perfect music? Everybody wants to rule the world. What a key. You know, the only top, one a key in the, only the world. The only key in the world. Top dogs in, in football and one of the top dogs in basketball no, as well. No kidding. And we welcome in now Dana McKenzie, the head coach of those Wanakee Warriors, coming off a huge win yesterday uh, in Baraboo. Doubled them up, 84-42, the final of that one. But, Dana, I don't want to ask you about last night's game. I want to ask you about Sunday's game. It was a tough loss, obviously, to Oconomowoc. But the venue in which you played, the home of the Milwaukee Bucks, Pfizer Forum, how neat of an experience was that for you and your kids? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's something we were doing every year with the Conum Walk. And, you know, to get to play on the Bucks floor with, with as great as the Bucks are now, is it's a really cool experience for the kids. How many tickets do you have to sell? <laughs> uh, we have a dollar amount we have to hit for the, uh, what is it, February 5th Miami Heat game. So we get discounted tickets that uh, we sell a bunch. We don't have a problem selling them, especially for that game. I know they do the, the uh, Brewers do that at uh, Amfam Field. I was there for uh, I think it was uh, Mount Mount Horeb and Monona Grove and Sauk Prairie, and they had to raise like eighteen thousand dollars or something oh, like no, that no. tickets. But Mount Horeb, I think uh, they sold like three times the allotment. So I know Wanaki, uh, pretty big basketball fans over there. So uh, no problem selling tickets. No, we don't have a hard time selling tickets to the Bucks. Yeah, I, I figure not. They're pretty good, darn good these days. If we're talking 2004, we might have issues. But we're talking 2022. <laughs> right. when, you, when you got a guy like Giannis, yeah. probably not yeah, a hard you sell. You hope that Giannis plays at least when you go to the game, right? <laughs> True that. True that. Uh, chatting with Dana McKenzie here, the head coach of Wanakee Basketball. And, and Dana, obviously getting ready for the 608 Basketball Tournament. Uh, it'll be the first time your team is in it, but the second year of the tournament. And uh, you open up with quite the challenge. You're facing the uh, reigning Division One state champion Nina Rockets uh, on Friday night at Madison College. Uh, obviously, that's that's going to be a really fun game. Two of the best teams in the state. What, what what should we look for in that game, and what are you, what are you prepping your guys for against the reigning champs? Well, I mean, it's it's two pretty solid programs going at each other, and a really really fun event. Um, you know, big shout out to Billy. He does a great job with this event, and we're excited to be in it this year, and hopefully in the future years and uh, as far as we go, you know, we're early in the season. We're we're only three games in, and we're just kind of worried about us uh, more than we're worried about the opponent. But that's not to say we won't be prepared for Nina because uh, they're a huge challenge for us. A little different this year for the first time. Both you and Tyler have your sons on the team. What's that like as a dad? You got to be pretty proud. Yeah, it's it's fun. You know, I, I talked to you earlier, Dennis, and it's. Eli and Caden, uh, they've been in our gym at practices probably since the day they were born. So, um, you know, they started out playing with scooters and dinosaurs and stuff like that. But once they got the ball <laughs> in their hands, it became a little more real. And now, uh, you know, they'll both they'll both now be suited up on, on Friday. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, the uh, first dunk, I'm sure they, they got that uh, first uh, Christmas was a basketball probably or first birthday present, right? Yeah, little little mini Christmas. little mini ball. 
Not just one every Christmas. There you go. That's that's a good one. Now, you know, tell us a little bit about the Warriors this year, uh, coming off uh, uh, you know another good season for the program. Uh, you've got some pretty good players, uh, and you, again, you got that that football influence. Uh, Jake Bova, Shea Ducharme, two of the the mainstays there in football, also on your team. Yeah, uh, two really good guards for us. They kind of help lead our team, and um, they get everything started for us. And um, both having really good starts to the season, and, and you know, they we kind of feed off of the football. You mentioned football. We kind of feed off of their program and their success, and the weight room and everything else. And um, you know, it's it's done nothing but help us. Pat obviously is one of the best, if not the best, in the around. So um, you know, we just try to feed off of that, and these guys come in ready to win. Well, you bring that physicality too, right? And then that winning attitude. You. And you, that's that culture, right? It all starts in the fall and continues pretty much with all the sports at Wanakee, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we try to. Uh, you know, we take pride in in everything we do here, and you know, um, work hard at everything. And the kids, you know, they, you know, you try to teach them not to take anything for granted and work for everything you get, and they really buy into that. And it's you know, it's, it's proven success here for for a long time in a lot of sports, so uh, it's a good place to be. Chatting with Dana McKenzie, head coach of the Wanakee Warriors boys basketball team who are participating in the 608 basketball tournament Friday and Saturday at Madison College. And Coach, uh, Dennis kind of led you there, but uh, offensively you've got four guys averaging in, in double digits through three games. Uh, seems like a, a very balanced attack this year. Is, is that something you kind of put an emphasis on, or is that just how the ball falls sometimes? Uh, I think, you know, I, I don't think we ever put an emphasis on it, but, you know, we've always thought in, in the years we've been here that the more guys that can score, the, the better you're going to be because not everybody's going to have a big night. You know, a perfect example was Keaton Frisch last night had two in a, in a big win for us, and um, Sunday he had 19. So, But sure. other guys are stepping up um, each night. And, you know, Dennis, we've done this for a long time. We've, we've always tried yeah. to get four or five, six guys uh, even seven guys close to double digits. Um, just try and share the ball and, and make make guys guard you defensively for longer, a little longer possessions, but certainly not hold it. But um, we want everybody involved, and you never know when there's going to be an injury or a foul trouble or things like that, and someone else is going to have to step up. Well, you look at, too, uh, the physicality. Again, football, some years you've had teams that just – great rebounders but it looks like this year you've got a pretty athletic team a lot of multiple sport athletes on there too yeah yeah we really encourage uh people to play multiple sports um i've never been a believer in specializing especially with the small percentage of kids that can move on to higher levels so the more they can play the more sports they can play the more locker rooms they can be in and the more teams they can uh teammates they can have the better and it just it just helps everyone um, if you can do it that way. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. You can bring one thing, and you mentioned physicality, right, from football. You can bring it from one sport uh, to another. Well, Dana, Friday, Saturday at, at Madison College, I imagine being the local team in the tournament, are you kind of expecting kind of home court atmosphere, given that it's it's so close to home for you guys? Yeah, I sure hope so. I mean, we're yet to have a home game. The one we had was canceled with the snow and you know we don't play at home until december 20th so hopefully our students are are hungry to get out and watch us play and it's not too far away so i would love to see a, a full full arena with a uh, warrior fans uh what do you like about this team what stands out so far just in the early uh portions of the season 
Uh, I really, really like their coachability. Um, you know, they're all listening. They all seem hungry to learn. Um, they're great teammates with each other right now. The chemistry is good. Everything's kind of uh, going really well as, as far as that. And, you know, it's it, the more, like I said, the more you can share the ball, you, the more you can get guys to buy in um, and trust each other, especially on the defensive end, just the better we're going to be. You know, we got, we got some young guys up. Uh, we got a good mix of seniors, juniors, and sophomores. So uh, for them to blend as well as they are right now has been pretty impressive. And, um, you know, we just got to make sure we just keep getting better every day. And, and hopefully we can make a run late in the year for the conference and, and playoffs. I got to ask you, you're a diehard Badger fan. I remember being at a tournament uh, with you watching a Badger game on a cell phone. I think we were at, a, at a, either a high school tournament or a youth tournament or something someplace. Uh, what do you think of this year's Badgers, and do you think uh, Coach Gard is uh, going to age 20 years uh, the way this team has been playing so all these close games? <laughs> uh, Coach Gard is kind of used to this, isn't he? I think he's, you know, it's kind of fun to always be the underdog and be picked low. And, um, you know, I think everyone knows that every game they play this year is going to be similar. Um, but man, they grind and they work hard and they just do enough to get it done. So it's it's been really fun to watch the Badgers and I, I think Gardo's doing an unbelievable job uh, and has since he started. So um, yeah, they're just fun to watch. Yeah, can you believe fans were putting him on the hot seat before the season oh. started? I mean, come on, this is a this is a gritty gritty bunch. Uh, well, Dana, really appreciate the time as always. We're looking forward to seeing you Friday and Saturday at the six oh eight tournament. Best of luck. Appreciate the time. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the weekend. For sure, as are we. That's Dana McKenzie, head coach at Wanakee, participating in the 608 basketball tournament again. Madison Recreation or MadisonCollegeRecreation.com. If I can get the website right, right? <laughs> MadisonCollegeRecreation.com for presale tickets. Hey, the team of Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Looking at you, Colin Russo. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. The lact is your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to NationsMadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made here. Human. All right, that's part one of a back-to-back. We talk with Cottrell Robinson, last year of Madison LaFollette, this year of Verona, the head coach of the Wildcats. Part two of our Wildcat country talk. We chat with our buddy Cottrell Robinson after this at Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Supercondus presentation of Prep Mania. Roll it on. A special Wednesday night edition. Getting you ready for the 608 basketball tournament. There's not bigger basketball being played in Madison this weekend. Badgers play Lehigh tomorrow. As much as I love watching that Badgers basketball team, I'm excited to watch some really competitive basketball Friday and Saturday at Madison College. Joliet West, Nina, Wanakee. Who am I forgetting? Lacrosse Central, of course. The reigning defending 608 tournament champions madisoncollegerecreation.com for tickets and hey after that maybe before it go get yourself some food maybe a beverage at the great dane pub and brewing company there's four locations in the madison area one right downtown just off capitol square one on the east side it's probably the one closest to madison college there's one in hilldale and there's one in fitchburg it's madison's favorite tradition for 
pub food, craft beer since 1994. Go to greatdanepub.com to find a pub near you. It is Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. I'm Alex Stroop alongside the Dean, Dennis yeah. Samra. They take pretty good uh, care of you and Derek and Derek, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. The Great Dane uh, huddle driven by Metro Kia, as you hear uh, every Monday night here on 100.5 ESPN. So, yes, they do take pretty good care of us. I love the Great Dane. I will always love the Great Dane. And we haven't had a chance to really talk about our uh, trip to Ruth Chris Steakhouse. It's oh. going to be the first annual. They didn't say it's not annual until you have a second one. That's but, true. Uh, also, the 608 basketball term is now annual. annual. Yep. Yeah, okay. And uh, whereas, uh, whereas uh, I don't know if our coach's show is yet, but that was the best steak I've ever eaten in my entire life. How yes. about you? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. And uh, I think both uh, Toby Golombeski and uh, Andrew Selgrad. Yeah, I think who, they enjoyed um, themselves. Yeah, and uh, we haven't had a show since uh, Andrew was named our Associated Press Coach of the Year. Yeah, he's just raking in the honors. Hey, GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training programs and schedule this winter with position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development camps, and all the in-betweens. Reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility at GRB Academy. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. All right. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Dean, Dennis Semrau. Excited to be welcoming in now. The head coach of Verona, Cottrell Robinson, joins us now. Coach, really always appreciate the time chatting with you, catching up with you, but we haven't talked since uh, you took over at Verona. Obviously, at La Follette last year, you make the transition to Verona this year. So before we talk about this season for you for you and the Wildcats, how has the transition been personally for you, Coach? Oh, it's been great. Um, you know, finally get a chance to kind of be all in one, you know, working in the district and coaching the same district as well. Um, it's been really good. Community has been fully supportive. Um, yeah, we're having a good time right now. I know you have one happy mom on the team. Uh, we had talked to Angie Murphy earlier in the day, and I remember uh, calling her. Uh, you get to coach your son Drew, a sophomore, and uh, looking for some yeah. good things from him this year. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, again, Drew's sophomore, six three-ish, um, could definitely score the ball in various ways. Um, you know, but again, just looking to push him to be the best he can be. You know, hopefully to add some. Some, uh, some defensive mentality to him a little bit and get him playing you know, downhill a little bit more and just overall growing into that, that nice frame he has. So, so far he's been uh, pretty receptive to my, to my coaching and, um, yeah, I think it's showing in his game. It's kind of a big year for LaFollette grad. Scott Swanson, LaFollette grad, took over his AD over at your alma mater. Now you're moving over to Verona. Marcus Flowers is having a good run over at Madison Memorial. Something about uh, being a Lancer and being in coaching administration, what kind of growing him over there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I always tell uh, my teams, you know, you know, basketball, we usually have the opportunity to kind of teach life and, you know, hold kids accountable in the classroom and things of that nature. And I look at my teams and the guys I play with, you know, everyone, you know, successful, you know, whether it's, like you said, uh, admin now in schools or coaching or uh, business, owning businesses or doctors, you know, so it kind of goes hand in hand. You can look back in your experience over at LaFollette as a player now as a coach and, what do you? What message do you bring? The, the, the guys realize that you were on a state championship team. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They know my resume, and I would say the message I bring is just you know every day, you know, working hard uh, for the common goal of of getting one for the for the Wildcats. You know what I mean? And doing whatever it takes to to get that win. So uh, we work hard every day. I think that's new to some of the guys as far as the level of 
uh, consistent, intense, uh, you know, practice schedules and structure. Uh, but like I said, they've been resilient to, to the new to the new way of doing things. And, um, yeah, just kind of sharing oh. my experiences and what it takes. Yeah, and, and they're making sure you got black and orange now in your uh, wardrobe, right? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> a little color change from the uh, Lancer. Yeah, a little Lancers. bit different. A little yeah. bit different as we chat with our guy, uh, Cottrell Robinson, the head coach at Verona. Hey, hey Coach, uh, rumors are saying that uh, you actually left La Follette for Verona because uh, you wanted to participate in the 608 basketball tournament for the second straight year. Uh, a- any truth to that rumor? <laughs> Oh, we lost him. We lost Cottrell. Um, so we will try to get reconnected with uh, Coach Robinson as I make a bad joke. I think he, I think he got sick of my rumors um, and hung up on us. So we'll, we'll give him a try again uh, as we try to get reconnected with Cottrell Robinson from uh, from Verona High School. But he is uh, certainly one of the best in the biz, Dennis. Uh, obviously uh, had so much success at La Folle, as you mentioned, as a player and as a coach. Now over at Verona as a coach with a really solid group uh, for those Wildcats. Yeah, you look at the style of play that he brought at La Follette, and La Follette's going to be you know one of the teams to beat, and it's going to be tough. He's going to coach against some of his former players, and you're going to you see that. Uh, you know, we saw that in football with Sun Prairie uh, football with Brian Kaminsky. You know, guys that came through his program, and now yeah. all of a sudden he's coaching at East, and they're at West, and uh, uh, so it'll be a little bit of a transition period. But uh, really like uh, the enthusiasm. Unfortunately, Gavin Farrell. One of the big returning starters, broken collarbone early in the season. He's going to be out for a little while. Uh, they get him back in the lineup. That's going to be a big addition, I think. Yeah, I think so. And uh, as you mentioned it, uh, he'll play La Follette uh, twice this year. The uh, first matchup between Verona and La Follette is at Madison. La Follette, January 17th. Are we doing that game? Because I would like to do that game if we're not doing that game. Uh, and then also the final game of the season for both of those teams, February 23rd, against uh, one another as well. Uh, it is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Strofe, the Dean, Dennis Semrau, as Dennis uh, rifles through our schedule here. Actually, we have La Follette Boys in Memorial on the 26th of January, and we have Verona with Madison Memorial on January 5th. Interesting. Well, we'll, we'll we see both teams, just not against one, one another. One We'd another, love to but, see. Uh, we'll see at the end of the season based on uh, uh, championship potential. We always look the last couple of weeks to try to get some good matchups. We sure will. Uh, hey, our friends at UW Credit Union offer online and mobile banking, which goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions that are designed for you. You can learn more about all the great things UW Credit Union is doing on their website, uwcu.org. We welcome back in now, Control Rob. Robinson, the head coach at Verona, and coach. Before uh, before we lost you there, I was asking you about the uh, the six hundred eight basketball tournament. Right, you leave La Follette, and now you're back in it for the second straight year. Uh, so you have some experience in that uh, in that arena and in that yeah. tournament. Obviously, you're in the showcase game versus the actual tournament this year. But uh, how, how neat of an experience will this be for your kids at Verona that will be experiencing it for the first time? Oh, great great experience for them. You know, playing playing on a college sized court. You know, it's kind of a opportunity to kind of play on that in that atmosphere um you know the tournament director billy kegler does a good job with the organization and the details and you know having food after the games and the competition obviously is going to be stellar you know playing west salem and you know, they're a state championship mentality team and so um yeah it's gonna be a great experience uh nice little afternoon matinee looking forward to it yeah i want to go over i'm uh, give us a little uh some sketch of the uh 
the uh, Wildcats right now. You're just uh, you know a couple games into the season. Now, what do you like about your team, and uh, maybe a couple of players to keep an eye on for us? Yeah, uh, I like about my team again. I think we're uh, again just they're buying right into the system. You know, uh, with our style of play, where I like to play. You know, motion offense and a man-to-man concept and things of that nature. Um, I like how we share the basketball. I like our, our, our overall team leadership. Um, you know, I kind of have a bunch of seniors who are, you know, who are great leaders and good kids. And then I got some sophomores who are talented, who are learning from the seniors, you know, as far as leadership is concerned. So uh, guys to look out for, I would say, probably are Finley Dyson, a point guard, obviously Drew Murphy. Um, you know, and I say look at Caden Kettleson. He does a lot of good things for us as well. And, um, again, my style of play is, any given night, any one guy can kind of take over just because of how we play and how we show the basketball. Yeah, I mentioned Gavin Farrell, a returning starter, out with an injury in January, yeah. maybe. Get him back. Yeah, yeah. First game of the year, he you know had an injury, and so we're hoping we get him back, you know, mid to end of January. And then uh, it's a pretty good sophomore class, but then you, you got a senior uh, off the bench, Mason Armstrong. I uh, know he's on honorable mention All State football player. What kind of Having a guy like that who's just a mainstay in one sport, but you know, kind of leading that uh, reserve group for you, what does that mean? Oh, it means a lot. I mean, again, shout out to Army. You know, he's just a, he, he's kind of our, our heartbeat. You know, our kind of one of our glue guys. Um, very positive kid. Very next play mentality type kid. Um, different role for him this year. You know, not probably not starting as much as he was the year before. But again, you, you couldn't tell by his attitude. That's just kind of show you who he who he is and. He's all about the team and, and uplifting others. So, um, shout out to Army. And, again, he just got an offer from, Val, from Valpo and so football. And, um, again, just a great kid, great leader. Valpo, one of the great mid-majors, absolutely, as we talk with Cottrell Robinson from Verona here on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Coach, it's uh, obviously a quick turnaround for you. you got a game you got to focus on tomorrow night at Madison West before you take on uh, one of the best teams in the state in West Salem on Saturday. So are, are you going to be sleeping over the course of the next 72 hours or what? How, how do you get all the, all the prep and game planning in the next couple days? Yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing that you know we themed this week as sectional week. You know, it's kind of a sectional uh, vibe to it where you play Thursday night, you know, um, and then you play Saturday afternoon, you know, against an opponent that, you know, is pretty good and that you haven't really, you know, seen as much maybe. And so um, we're just talking about routines and preparing ourselves and, um, you know, kind of going that way. So I'll be all right. You know, I'm, I'm built for it. I've been through this throughout <laughs> my life. So uh, this is the best time of the year, you know, honestly, with break coming up and it's just hoops. So looking forward to it. Well, last year you had the first game and with overtime, and that was after playing a, what a double <laughs> overtime game, I think, with Verona, if That's I'm not right. mistaken, yes, sir. the night before. And then you had you know, just a, a great atmosphere. And and for the kids, it's uh, you, know, you talk about this tournament, trying to make things special, and you know playing yeah. different places, different teams. Uh, yeah. That's something I, when you were a player, you look forward to, right? Oh, most definitely. You know. Uh, you know, a lot of my coaching style and my, my, my philosophy is based on just my experience, number one, as a player, right? And then two, um, you know, as a coach now, you know, now that I've been doing it for, you know, over 10 years. So, um, and I always felt like, you know, I was lucky to play for uh, Eric Nelson and Greg Ewalt, you know, as a pilot, and then uh, Mike Leaf and, and Tom Brown and Chris Grove, uh, rest in peace, Mike Leaf, um, that went on the state. And, the one thing that I, I felt was consistent amongst both staffs were they wanted to make you know they wanted to, they wanted you to play 
at a high level and, and be exposed to high level competition. Um, and then also they wanted to make, make it special and unique, you know. And so I try to carry that, you know, with my, with how I coach and with my staff and, you know, playing good competition and, you know, having these experiences to go play at a massive college or, or play at a venue or a showcase. Um, just something that you always remember, you know, and it helps build. Cottrell, I'm curious, and, and I know you might take the safe route by saying it's one game at a time, but do you have January 17th circled on your calendar as you go back to La Follette? Is that is that what is that when we play La Follette? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely one game at a time. You know, I know I'm sure the community is itching. You know, every time you talk about uh, Verona and myself and, and La Follette, you know, people are oh, I can't wait for that game. Um, no, but in the day we're, we're literally one day, one game at a time, and um, you know we'll, we'll cross that bridge once we get there. And uh, well, we like to refer to uh, Verona's University of Wisconsin at Verona. You got a great field house there, right? Awesome, awesome facility, <laughs> yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, great facilities, and uh, and and get, then getting to play at Madison College, you had that experience. And I know originally the game was set up when Reggie was coaching there, and uh, Bill Kegler said he yeah. called and asked, and you said, "Oh, most certainly, you are not going to back out of that one, right?" right? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not, not with that opponent on on, on tap. Not yeah, at all. No kidding. No kidding. It'll be a good one. That's the awesome. showcase game at the six oh eight tournament Saturday, West Salem. And Verona. It's a 1.45 p.m. tip at Madison College. Cottrell, we'll see you Saturday, man. Always appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys enjoy it. Always love being uh, on the show here. Thank you for having me. Anytime, man. That's the great Cottrell Robinson, the head coach at Verona. We'll see him Saturday. And you can hear that game right here on 100.5 ESPN, your radio home at the 608 Basketball Tournament. Hey, big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at the Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. We wrap up Zimbraconda's Prep Mania right after this. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Wednesday night as we wrap up our coverage. A big thanks to all the coaches who joined us tonight. Cottrell Robinson of Verona, Dana McKenzie of Wanakee, Todd Fergett of Lacrosse Central, Nancy Murphy of Verona. We appreciate your time. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Primania, of course, brought to you by... Why did I say it like that? <laughs> of course, brought to you by Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years, they've provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff at Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda or a used town to visit Zimbraconda in Madison today, head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory all right dennis rapid fire what were your what were your big takeaways from the conversations tonight rapid well, fire keep that in mind quick jeremy fears six two point guard senior going to michigan state i'm going to see him for joliet west and the other is cal klesmet older brother playing for the badgers cal was out last year with a knee injury missed most of the season but fearless backcourt player he's going to green bay those are two guys to watch here friday and saturday look at this guy coming with his notes prepared the great dennis Semra. dennis thank you as always for your time tonight Awesome, great, great show, and look forward to five games in two days. Five games. So are you going to sleep on Friday night? 
No, I'll be too wired. Yeah, doing prep for the next day. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing too. And uh, then I know we have a little celebration with uh, some of the 608 staff, including our guy, Billy Kegler, who Rumor got a million shout-outs tonight. Rumor has it we're going to the Villa Tap afterwards. Rumor to... has it we're going somewhere. I'll yeah. tell you that much. I don't know if we're supposed to put it out on the air, but you just did, Dennis. So uh, there you go. I guess everybody's plug. showing up. little plug. Yeah, yeah everybody's showing up. <laughs> hey, at, uh, at Canopy Wealth Management. They believe community is everything, and they are constantly working toward the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF at Canopy. Their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work toward making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today at Canopy Wealth Management. Colin Russo has been running the show for us tonight, and he's been back there for the last hour giggling at his phone like uh, like a little kid. What are you giggling at? Who are you texting? Doesn't matter. Love interest? No. <laughs> do you think it's a love interest? I do. Is he I, blushing? You're, you're, yeah, he is. he is. That might just be the red I'm light not, coming, off the, coming off the mic. Blushing. Though. Um, so who are you texting? We don't have time for this. Yeah, we do. We got 40 <laughs> seconds. Let's text anybody. So what, what were you laughing at? No. Giggling at? My m- most fond memories that I was memory I was memory laning and then I was laughing. All right, um, you, you got to do a radio show next week, is my understanding. Uh, I'm gonna call in and tell everyone about this. All right, you gonna be Alex and Madison? Yeah, that's me. You're gonna you gotta be like the the sheriff of some prairie. That's where you are, right? Uh, president or mayor? I think you called me. What is that? What is that noise? Oh, are you on a conference call right now, Dennis? Going to be starting here any minute. Any minute. Just play the conference call on the radio. We'll see you next time for the 608 basketball tournament.